T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Well, the Murdaugh murder, say that five times fast, case heats up yesterday. Double shooter theory. Blood spatter experts saying, nah, there's no way one person could have done this. Probably was two, two separate guns. Um, The testimony just got nuts today. Tanya Powers with Fox News was, Fox News Radio was there. Um, Tanya, welcome to the show. I, good morning, and actually, let me correct you really quickly. I was not there. Oh, you weren't. I'm uh, sorry. Directly uh, uh, contradicted what you just said, but however, I am following the uh, the, the the courtroom proceedings and, and the goings on. Uh, which, by the way, I, I don't know if you or your listeners have been watching this, but it is really like you once you get hooked on this, you can't stop watching it. No, you can't. You can't. I'm watching the Netflix. Are you watching the Netflix? I'm watching this on the treadmill. When I exercise, I am glued. I have not seen the Netflix one yet. I know there is one. I've kind of avoided it so I could just concentrate on the details of the trial. Um, but I have done some extensive reading up. Um, I mean, I will. I got to hand it to the local reporting from the Post and Courier. Uh, they have done some outstanding reporting on not just the trial itself, but the whole like the sphere of of influence that his family has had and like a deep dive into his family history and uh it's it's been phenomenal just learning about all this like you can't you you really can't stop watching it or or learning about it it's it's something so tell us uh you say you were watching this um yesterday tell us uh what what were your big takeaways well, I mean, the fact that you've got the defense expert thinking that you know saying he thinks that two different shooters uh killed maggie and paul murdoch um that was you know that was a a pretty i I would say that's a pretty big development um you know the the other thing that i think is going to be really interesting is what the jury i guess you know gets or takes away from the visit to the crime scene that's supposed to happen uh maybe tomorrow Uh, i know the prosecution the defense is rested so the prosecution is going to call some rebuttal witnesses uh, today and then maybe tomorrow is when the jury, uh, along with the judge and the lawyers and you know law enforcement and security personnel and everybody's going to make the big trip out to um, the uh, you know the area, the family property where the where the crime scene was. Um, the defense is the one who actually requested that visit by the jury. Uh, the judge in the case that he normally allows that if one side or the other requests a jury you know, visit to a crime scene kind of thing. That that's something that is is you know not strange to do. Um, the defense said that they want to show the jury you know the size of the feed room and where it was in relation to you know Maggie's body and that kind of thing. 
Um, so, you know, that's that's what we can expect pretty much you know, today and possibly tomorrow uh, of the of what's going to happen next. I thought that testimony by the blood spatter expert was pretty powerful, especially him saying you know, two things. Number one, Paul was shot at such close range that there would mm-hmm. have been ballistically blood spatter, but also like um, parts of the, you know, the bullets in parts of the bone would have hit whoever shot him at the range that they shot him and that person would be injured. Um, and that, hey, look, it even made indentations in the wall. This would have um, knocked that person, you know, backwards, made them te- rem- rendered them temporarily unable to shoot mm-hmm. somebody else. That was powerful to me. Yeah, uh, and and also that you know, I mean, they they basically said that you know the evidence so far uh, has, while it has indicated that two people were killed and were shot close to the same time, even the data stuff, you know, talked about how. Uh, the data testimony, which really was, it kind of got in the weeds there for a little while, but it was fascinating about, you know, both cell phones stopped being used, you know, within just a very short, like seconds of each other. Um, this, you know, this idea of two different shooters, uh, like I said, was, was, you know, one of the big takeaways from yesterday. Like you said, it was, you know, this testimony has been fascinating. I don't know if it's because it's of the nature of the trial and the circumstances around it, or if the fact that I don't think it can be discounted that you know, America's fascination with true crime stuff at this point just really lends itself to people being, you know, fascinated by this whole thing. I still wonder about one aspect of this, Tanya, that there was so much coverage and outrage after the death of Mallory Beach locally because the Murdoch's mm-hmm. tried to cover it up, tried to pin it on mm-hmm. Paul's best friend. I mean, it's crazy when, um, you know, you hear the stories the locals would have heard about Alec literally coming into the room um, when Paul's girlfriend is having surgery. She's been injured because Paul drunkenly crashed his boat, uh, killed her best friend in the process. She's trying to have surgery and he's in there telling her, you know, not to say anything. Don't talk to anyone because he's trying to frame Paul's best friend Connor as the driver of the boat. And she has the nurses throw him out of the surgery room. I mean, so the grandfather and Alec are running around trying to frame Connor, trying to tell the police O'Connor was driving, not Paul driving the boat. I mean, this family is like, what a piece of work. So you got to wonder how much that's going to influence the jury either way. One going, hey, Alec is a fundamentally dishonest person, the kind of person who would frame his son's childhood best friend for this drunk driving accident death, but also that, hey, there'd be a lot of people who'd want to kill Paul, given the coverage of what the Murdoch family did. So it could go either way with the jury. Yeah, and that's one of the things that has kind of been, uh, you know, talked about in in some of this, like the story and the narrative around all of this is that, you know, that Paul was the target uh, in these killings. And it was due to, you know, the incident with, you know, the boat, the, the death resulting from the boat crash. Uh, I mean, it, it is, it has, it's definitely got all the elements for a made-for-TV movie. The, the problem is this is not fiction. This is, you know, two, two people were killed. Um, you know, so it's, it is, it continues to fascinate me. Tanya, as somebody who's covering this for Fox, what, um, what should we be looking at, looking for today? And what are you going to be looking for today? 
Well, like I said, the prosecution is calling some rebuttal witnesses to, I guess, maybe, you know, like reset some of the things that the defense uh, said yesterday. I would assume that that's their uh, that's going to be their point today. Uh, I'm not sure who all is on that list, to be honest with you, uh, but it'll be interesting to see what they who they call to, um, you know, dispute maybe, uh, you know, like I said, the defense expert that said that he thinks that two different shooters uh, killed them. Um, you know, the, there have been no shortage of surprises with this entire thing. I mean, even just last week when Alec Murdoch himself testified and after 20 months of saying that he wasn't, you know, he was somewhere else the night or the day that whenever the shootings took place, that he testified on the stand that, you know, he, <laughs> oh, I lied to investigators. No, actually, you know, I was there. I mean, it, you know what I'm saying? It, it's just, it's, it's stunning. There's no, there's, <laughs> there's just no telling what's going to happen next. No, there isn't. Um, and I, like you, am, am uh, absolutely glued going to be interesting to see how this turns out real quick are you able to see the jury their reactions to, to this from your angle of of watching this of covering this i have not um seen uh shots of the jury um i know there's been some back and forth about people who have said that the jury some of the members were crying and some of the and then there have been people who were in the in the um you know courtroom who have who've tweeted and posted on social media and talked about reporters that have said that you know that that didn't happen. It's it's kind of been you know there's been all kinds of back and forth regarding the jury. I can't wait to see what they have to say and how long it helps you know takes them to get to their conclusion. Whatever it is, Tanya Powers, Fox News. Thank mm -hmm. you so much for joining us this morning. Sure. Thanks. Thanks for having me. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We are borrowing money, okay? We don't have this money. We are borrowing money at increasingly high interest rates to pay pensions in Ukraine. 
I mean, think about just that fact alone. It's appalling, particularly at a time like this, of tremendous economic anxiety. <laughs> I know. I know. It's um, it's it's unbelievable. And then you have Janet Yellen, our Treasury Secretary, going over to Ukraine with a $1.5 billion promise. This is on top of the $500 million Joe Biden promised last week. All of it printed, it's all printed. That's what's driving inflation. It's not just the money for Ukraine. Um, It's just all the printing. I mean, just to pay the interest on the debt, we had to print a record $300 billion. We don't actually get anything for that. All that happens is the prices in the grocery store go up. And while she's there with, uh, you know, showering Zelensky with printed money, while she's there, she's asked, yo, Jan, you got inflation under control? Because you don't seem to have it under control, given the headline. Uh, a Friday that Biden inflation just jumped higher as prices rose at the fastest pace in six months, more than three times the the forecast. I mean, inflation is supposed to be going down, it's supposed to be over. So we're printing and printing and printing and printing and printing money for Ukraine. Everybody gets a pension there, not here, but there. Government employees. We pay for everything. You got inflation under control, Jan. Oh, yeah, she says, no, it's um, it's totally under control. It's great. Everything's great. Don't even worry. But prices just jumped at the fast. Inflate, I'm sorry, not price. Inflation just jumped at the fastest pace in six months. That doesn't sound like under control, Jan. Oh, yeah, don't worry about it. Oh, well, what is Warren Buffett saying? No, Jen. Here's what he says. I think this is very interesting. This was not widely reported here. I have to go to the UK Daily Mail. It was one of their big stories. He just issued a stark inflation warning. Quote, fiscal deficits have consequences. After Wall Street saw its worst week of 2023, this was a letter to Berkshire Hathaway shareholders, and he warned about inflation. So while the Biden administration and Janet Yellen are like, that's no big deal. We just print another 1.5 B for uh, Zelensky. Have you seen his dance video? It's really cool. Warren Buffett's like, uh, yeah, it is a problem. He warned about inflation. He said there are very tough economic times to come. Now, he said they're not going to last forever. That's good news. He said the downturn wouldn't last, but it's going to be bad. And then he said what I've been saying, to watch out for rosy earnings reports from businesses. I've been telling you that the stats the government's putting out are fake on our economy, on jobs, on growth, all of it. He's essentially saying the same thing, except he's saying, hey, watch these rosy earning reports from businesses, these rosy outlooks. It's not rosy. Like, how bad... We talking, Warren. Well, in his letter, he warned that, quote, huge and entrenched fiscal deficits have consequences. 
He also appeared to predict that, quote, financial panics or severe worldwide recessions would happen, that they were on the horizon. He vowed to protect his investors. Hmm. That doesn't sound like what Jan was saying as she was handing out the printed candy there in Ukraine. They call this guy the Oracle of Omaha. Anyway, uh, he says it's going to get bad, but he's going to protect their investors. Of course, he's going to say that. I mean, what else is he going to say? No, we can't protect you. See ya. Take your money and go somewhere else. So I just think it's interesting that Warren Buffett, who is a Democrat, is contradicting Janet Yellen here. She's contradicting the spin from the Biden administration. No, it's not going to be okay. No, inflation is not under control. Normally, Warren Buffett just keeps it zipped. What does it mean? I don't know. I'm just telling you so you can prepare. That's what I do here. That's what I do. So, um, yeah, just unbelievable. And, and I've been playing the audio. Um, just the absolute denial of, of really reality here um, and, and how we just don't speak of it. Uh, Steve Bannon, former uh, advisor to Donald Trump on his show, was talking about this. He said, listen, this isn't going to get a lot worse. This whole, um, you know, first it was transitory. First, we weren't going to have inflation. I told you we were. I got it right. Then it was transitory. And I said, no, it's not. It's getting worse. I got it right. Is it going to get much worse, Steve? He wasn't just the former advisor to Donald Trump. He's also a uh, very big capital wall, uh, markets Wall Street guy. Here's what he says. It's like they don't care. They're not, right. they're not really interested. The inflation thing's only because the wealthy don't pay. The inflation doesn't mean anything to the wealthy. In fact, some of the assets classes they have increase. They're not going to stop the spending. They're not going to come close to stopping the spending. But all that's just transferred to, to the little guy. Understand this, baby. It's going to get so much worse. Yeah. It's going to get so much worse. The, the bond market is, is throwing up on the business model of the United States of America. And you right. have these clowns up here, Janet Yellen coming up to, in your face with $10 billion more to the Ukraine to pay, for, to pay for things that your local community can't pay for, that are star right. for. Right? That, that's right. what they're paying for. And another $2 billion in arms. So you know what's interesting about that and the reason I played that right there? When you have Democrat liberal, because he is, Warren Buffett on one side saying, look, you know, I mean, don't believe Biden administration. This inflation is going to get bad. We're going to have severe recessions. There will be panic in the markets because of them. They are caused by our deficit spending that Joe Biden does not have under control. So you've got liberal Warren Buffett on the one hand, and you've got Steve Bannon, Trump, advisor, architect of Trump's electoral campaign win on the other side saying the exact same thing. And you've got the delusional Janet Yellen is over there and she's chunking cash as far as just fast as she can. Half a billion last week. And Joe Biden and Janet Yellen, our treasury sector, she's in Ukraine. No, I'm a, I'm a triple that man. I'll give you 1.5 billion in addition. So that's two total. Print it. In the last week, they don't have to print it. There's like no worry about the American people. So I just think it's interesting that the that you're getting this from both sides of the aisle now as we've seen, you know, inflation jump when it's supposed to be going down. I don't think any of these are good signs. I think all of this, the cover up for that, so we're not talking about inflation. Oh, hey, you know, maybe 
COVID came from the Wuhan lab. I mean, I think that's part of the distraction meant to just just distract you from it as they dole out more money in Ukraine. So here's what's going on with the Murdoch murders. It's actually pretty interesting. Then a blood spatter expert testify that, look, you know, at, at the range that Paul, the son, was shot at. I mean, looky, they, looky here, look at the wall, look at the door. You've got pellet fragments and bone fragments. I mean, not to be gross, but I mean, Paul's head basically evaporated. I mean, it, bam. That's how how close we're talking. And he said, look, that the person who did this would have injuries from the spatter. Look at, you know, look at the, the indentations made on the door and the wall. And his whole point is, you know, look, at there's Alec Murdoch. He didn't have any of those. And so he was going with the two shooter theory. It was powerful testimony. It's going to be interesting to see um, what comes next. Here's what he had to say. And finally, you see the pellets. The pe- you know, some of the pellets are on that same pathway, and they had enough inertia to either and or dent the door and, and you know, uh, put themselves up and stick into the casing. All of that activity was in direct alignment with the shooter. And so I think minimally, minimally, that shooter uh, is getting covered with this material, getting more or less the shock wave of that effect, and more than likely getting hit with at least something uh, that could have done injury, a bone fragment and or a pellet fragment. Therefore, I think that particular shooter for a brief period of time is, is kind of out of this. It's not as if they can instantaneously suffer that, drop the shotgun, run to wherever the, AR, uh, uh, the blackout rifle is, pick that up, and then, and then in, in any kind of a, a reasonable time period engage in uh, a meaningful assault. Yep, that's like a nuclear bomb. Hey, are any of you guys watching the Murdoch series on Netflix? I didn't mean to watch it. It actually, you know, like when I'm, you know, on the treadmill in the afternoon, it actually was on my Netflix. I was trying to watch something else and it um, fired off because I was like, ah, I know all the details of this because I've been reading about it for so long. I don't need to see it. And I got sucked right in. And there were several new details that I didn't know. So, I mean, if you're looking for a great docuseries, I mean, it is, it is really good. It's really well done. And you know what is interesting? There's a life lesson in it. One of the most interesting things to me is how the parents would buy Paul and Buster alcohol. Their life was absolutely infused with alcohol. They bought alcohol for the kids' friends, girlfriend. Everybody was drunk all the time. Um, and when Paul's girlfriend even tried to tell them, you know, tell the mom, like, I think he has a drinking problem. I think he needs help. She gaffed it off. And it's little, and, and it's, that's illegal, okay? It's little things like that in your life. Maybe it's your life. Maybe it's somebody else's life. You know, you've just, somebody you've watched, a friend, a family member. It's little things like that that you shouldn't be doing that have a funny way of spinning out of control, especially when you're a parent who lets your kids do it. And it did for the Murdoch's. That's, that's what's so fascinating here. I mean, and, and it starts off with, you know, Paul is out of control. He is an absolute drunk. His parents are buying him the alcohol. Um, 
It's available for all the kids. They're drinking at the law firm. Parents are cool with it. They're even drinking with them. And Paul has a problem. I mean, he's clearly an alcoholic. Mom and dad don't care. Even when the when the girlfriend's trying to help him and say, you know, you got to get him help. And then it gets so outrageous. Paul's driving a, a car drunk, crashes, could have killed them both. And Paul, Paul's parents, uh, you know, and, and the grandpa show up to the scene of the crash car and, and the girlfriend is called 911 just reflexively and they're screaming at her. Why did you call 911? You're going to get Paul in trouble. They have the, the car, i.e. the evidence, because it's turned in a ditch toad. And they cover it up and no help for Paul. No discipline for Paul. All of the alcohol he needs. And that small thing spun out of control. Cost his family everything. Because what happened next? Well, then he went drunk boating. Friends begged him not to drive the boat. Got on him with him anyway. And Mallory Beach died. She fell right off the boat when he ran into the um, bridge. So it's just fun. It has just one little thing. You know, there's one, if, if you have something out of control in your life, in your family, and you think, well, I'll just cover it up. I won't address it. You take the easy path as a parent. Well, you know, he hasn't gotten killed yet. We, all he did was flip the truck. Could have killed his girlfriend. Don't really care, though. And you cover up your son's crimes, what happens? Well, in the second crime, now a girl's dead. And the shocking part of it was how the Murdoch's try to cover that up. They're literally at the hospital. A girl is missing. They can't find her body. She's fallen off the boat. Friends are having surgery. They're torn up. And do the Murdoch's care? No, they do not care. They're walking around telling the police, oh, it wasn't Paul driving the boat. It was Connor, his best friend. They're trying to frame Connor as Connor is in surgery. They're going in and talking to Paul's girlfriend, who is also having surgery. Her hand's like wrecked. And she's awake during her surgery because it's her hand. And and Alec Murdoch is in, in the surgery with her, trying to tell her not to talk to the police. Trying to get her to shut up so they can cr- they can uh, frame Connor, whose parents are kind of working class and don't have a lot of resources, um, and you know just to lie to the police. I mean, this is who the Murdaws are, and it's Maggie uh, and Alec and the grandfather are there doing this. And the girlfriend finally had had enough because the girl who was killed, uh, Mallory Beach, is one of her best friends, and she had the nurses eject Alec from the operating room. But this guy had so much power, he could just walk into a local hospital and like walk right into the operating suite. He'd already gone to work on the police, convincing them Connor was the one driving the boat. This is not just a friend of Paul's. Paul and Connor grew up together. This is Paul's lifetime, long time, since he was a little kid, best friend. And they're like, I would just throw him under the bus. And then the incredible power this family had, they thought they could just cover this one up. You know what? After they covered up Mallory Beach's Killing, death, murder, whatever you want to call it, because he was drunk. This family was just going to let Paul keep going. They were just going to wind him up and send him out the door to kill more people. They didn't care. They didn't care if he drove drunk. They didn't care who he killed. It's an unbelievable story, but it shows you how that little thing spins out of control. And so, I mean, even the story of, you know, Mallory Beach's mom is heartbroken. They're not really people of means. And, you know, she's, she wants to go sit. She wants to see the scene. She wants to see the boat because it's still down by the, you know, by the bridge. And um, they the police won't let her through. They won't let her see the scene. Her daughter's now been gone for more than 24 hours. She's probably dead. Mom, grieving mom just wants to see it. 
and she she's not letting she's the mother of the victim and she watches the murders um maggie uh and the grandfather and out go driving right by down to the scene and then the brother Alec Murdaugh's brother, who also cleaned up the other Murdaugh murder scene at, at Mizell, at the property, he's allowed to drive off in the boat. The crime, that, that is the, the crime scene is the boat. It's covered in blood. They're not even done investigating. He just, he's, yeah, he takes the boat and off he goes. God, that kind of power. I mean, like, I only the Bidens and the Clintons have that. But look what you have to do. Look how the whole family has to work together to cover up crimes. When you could have just addressed a family problem, Paul's a drunk. Paul's a drunk. He's going to kill people. You shouldn't buy him alcohol. Buster goes down for it because he's using Buster's ID. And I mean, Paul was fall down drunk. When he was driving that boat, he had taken a funnel. You ever seen somebody funnel beer? He downed a six pack just like that. And then he's driving his friends around on the boat. And then, and then that's not enough. The friends want to go home. He's like, no, no, no. I'm going to take the boat and go to a bar. It was like one of those waterfront bars. And he go gets loaded there. He could barely walk out of that bar. The kids, I don't know what they were thinking getting on the boat with him. It killed Mallory. You know, you can't watch this and not think that something unusual has happened here. You know what happened here? I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say this. In life, those who deserve really bad things to happen to them. There's often no justice, at least not in this world. Karmically, whatever way you want to look at that. But what's so unusual about this, and I think why people are so addicted to it, the murders got what they had coming. And that never happens. I mean, it's a big story when it happens in our criminal justice system. Somebody who is wealthy and powerful connected actually gets what they have coming to them karma dealt it karma whatever you want to call it whatever your religious persuasion is whatever you believe it was dealt to them by the universe god whatever they got it in this life that never happens there are no innocent victims here not paul not his dad and the whole undoing was the fact that after the try you know attempt to cover up of uh, Mallory Beach's death in the drunk boating accident. Well, that's when all of Alec Murdaugh's finances in that civil trial got hauled into court. He had to reveal it all because they the, the families wanted a payoff for the Murdaugh's and deserved it. So he was forced to turn it over to the court. He'd stolen like eight, nine million bucks. And now the court had it. It's crazy. To the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, 71307. It's the hottest conversation in town. Texter writes, let's see what y'all are saying. What? I'm listening to this Tara show and just heard a very weird voice come over. It sounded muffled, garbled, very unclear, talking about the show being canceled. It's around the 841 mark. Look, I'll get I'll get engineering on it. I, I don't know what's going on. 
Another text, you just heard an alien voice come over your airways, interrupt your broadcast on the Odyssey app. It's just 1063 will be canceled. Some of you think the FBI is finally coming for me. Quite frankly, I'm surprised they haven't taken me out yet. I figure they'll get to Tucker Carlson first. I'm much smaller fish. Now, I don't know. We have uh, we have uh, uh, te- our technical team looking into it. I'll, uh, I'll give you an update. Uh, Texter writes, Huh. Tara, we watched the Fox special Murdoch trial coverage. Nancy graced it. We think Buster did it. After seeing his zero emotions watching his father cry on the stand. He could just hate his dad for killing his, you know, mom and brother, too. I mean, I don't know. Um, See, I wonder about Buster and the dead gay uh, friend. Uh, guy? I don't know. I mean, the whole that whole thing. I mean, you got a family. And, and the best the, the, on Netflix, it says they're, they're really right about five bodies in two years. That ain't normal. Texture writes that weird voice also comes over regular on the air radio. It could be something firing off in the system. I don't. I don't know what it is. Uh, but again, we uh, we do have technical on it, so uh, the management is aware. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.